Let's take a look at business news now. The U.S. has seen its rate of inflation fall since peaks last year, and unemployment remains at historic lows. This is despite the looming threat of a recession and a series of bank failures that have rattled markets that upended regional financial institutions. But none of these problems compare to the threat posed by a legislative deadlock over whether the U.S. should pay its debts. Remaining money will run out by June 1st, forcing bitter political rivals to the negotiating table. So what are they arguing over? Wilson Dysart has more. Sorry we're late. Could we have the money now? The answer is no. There's nothing funny about sovereign debt. And if the United States defaults on its obligations to pay interest to bondholders on June 1st, it will be no laughing matter. So please, the money. Millions of Americans could be thrown out of work, including government employees and workers in industries that depend on federal contracts. And the effects would not stop at America's shores. Because if we default on our debt, the whole world is in trouble. This is a manufactured crisis. There's no question about America's ability to pay its bills. Republicans in the U.S. House of Representatives don't have the majority necessary to cut spending but they do have enough to hold up an approval to raise the debt limit. And in return for slashing spending for social and environmental programs, Republican House Speaker Kevin McCarthy says he'll get his party to pay for tax cuts and bills they approved when they held both houses. I would hope that he'd be willing to negotiate for the next two weeks so we could actually solve this problem and not take America on the brink. If the U.S. crosses the threshold, then it will become much more expensive for it to borrow money in the future. So far, markets are confident that the leaders will come up with some kind of agreement. But nothing is certain. What it would do for the dollar, the dollar has been weakening recently, uh, and that is potentially helpful for countries who borrow, borrowed in dollars, and that's, that is a lot of emerging markets. So there might be a small benefit there, but the overall shockwave to the global economy probably would not be helpful at all. Financial markets will believe the U.S. could default when they see it. Investors seeking a safe haven in that case would run to gold and crypto. That process would hit the buying power of money in emerging markets. Whatever traders wager, a U.S. default would mean all bets are off in any currency. Wilson Dysard, TRT World. Let's take a look at other business stories from around the world. The Bank of England has raised interest rates by another 25 basis points to 4.5%, making it the 12th consecutive rate increase. That says inflation in the UK remains stubbornly high at above 10%. The cost of borrowing is now at the highest rate since October 2008. It comes a week after the US Federal Reserve and European Central Bank also raised rates. Consumer prices in China have risen at the slowest rate in over two years in April by 0.1%. Core inflation, which excludes food and energy, remained at 0.7% after peaking at 2.8% in September. Analysts are concerned over deflationary pressures that consumer, as to consumer demand continues to fall due to low income levels. And SoftBank has posted a record annual loss for its Vision Fund as rising interest rates in China's regulatory crackdown hit tech shares last year. 
The Japanese giant's flagship investment unit saw a $32 billion loss for its fiscal year ending March, but the group's overall losses narrowed to $7.2 billion thanks to gains from exiting investments in high-profile companies, including Uber.